Hey everyone, this is Lynn Bartan, and you are listening to the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder 91.1. In this show, you get more personal time with the guests who visit Southern Utah University from all over, learning more about their stories and opinions beyond their presentations on stage. We will also give you some new music to listen to and hope to turn you on to some new sounds and new genres. You can find us here every Thursday at 3 p.m. on the web at seu.edu slash apex or email us at seuapex at icloud.com. But for now, welcome to this week's show here on Thunder 91.1. Okay, well, here we are. It is Thursday, 3 p.m., so that means it must be time for the Apex Hour. And I'm so excited today. We had a great live event today, and we're going to continue the discussion here in the studio this afternoon. Um, this morning, we had Claudia Bradshaw and her son, Brayden, talking about um, her talk was titled My Journey into a New World. And it was her experience with her son coming out to her and how she uh, sort of dealt with that and then came forward in her life ultimately to start the St. George P flag chapter, um, which is parents in, in support of their LGBTQ family members and just all of her great um, activities in Southern Utah uh, for the LGBTQ plus community. So to continue that conversation today, we have two awesome guests in the house, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So either one, John or Chris, whoever would like to start. Uh, my name is Chris Mendoza, and I'm the coordinator of the Center for Diversity and Inclusion here on campus. And I'm John Meisner. I teach in the College of Education, and I'm also on the Committee for Allies on Campus. Awesome. How long have you guys been at SCU? I know, Chris, you're pretty new. A couple years? It's been six months or oh. so now. Yeah. <laughs> Only one? That's yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, just past my first six months. So oh, my gosh. Still adjusting, still getting used to it, I but it's bet. pretty new. Yeah. And where were you before? I, w- I just did my undergraduate degree um, at McAllister in St. Paul, Minnesota, oh, originally okay. from Miami. So ah. a lot of Western movement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so you've still got snow, not from Miami, but from yeah. your most recent Oh, place. yeah. This is nothing compared <laughs> to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And John, how long have you been here? Well, officially, this is my third year. Ah. I was an adjunct before that. I got my undergrad and master's degrees here. So in some ways, I've been here... <laughs> Going on two decades now. Oh, I totally but, didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been around for, oh my for a little while. Are you originally from Utah? No, originally from Las Vegas. Oh. But now I've been here, yeah, about 17 years. Well, that's great. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's been a while. Well, we wanted to start, I wanted to start the conversation talking about our allies on campus. Today, kind of what I'd like to do with the hour is really talk about all of the things that we're doing on campus for our LGBTQ plus community, talk about the allies group and programs, and then get into some community things and just kind of continue that conversation about resources and support and just everything that we're doing and also what we could be doing in the future too. So let's maybe start by talking about our allies on campus, if you could tell us, either one of you, what it's about, what what is it? What sure. is allies Yeah, on we're, you know, thankfully in a huge growth mode right now. I mean, we have more resources and more people involved than ever before. I mean, with the, the new um, diversity officer, yeah. Shavala Rivera, I mean, that's been huge just in broadening the scope of what diversity 
is on campus. And I was talking a little bit about her this this morning and how amazing it is uh, that we have a chief diversity officer on campus. It's amazing. She reports directly to the president, the president's camp- cabinet. I mean, she's really high up in the academic hierarchy and in the campus life hierarchy. And I think that that's a really nice, uh, really important step that our campus has taken. So. Yeah, Allies has been growing for many years. It's, uh, as an organization, about 10 years old. Ah, okay. Um, but, you know, it's been somewhat small and, you know, a small group. And, mm-hmm. you know, depending on the year, depending on the era, depending on whatever, you know, it was kind of sometimes it had larger influence, other times not so much. Mm-hmm. And over the past few years, the influence and uh, the scope has been broadening. And just this year in particular has just been pretty explosive, to That's be honest. Great. It really is amazing. How was it? Because were you here when it first started? Um, no, well, technically, yes. Yeah. Involved, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, right. I wonder how those first, you know, how it came all to be at the beginning. I wish I knew. I know, I, me I don't too. know. We'll I mean, we, I, mean I, I tried to do a little bit of um, research this morning, actually, to, mm-hmm. to kind of get dates and, and all that kind of thing. But we don't have a lot of the documentation. I'm sure we could find it at some point. But And so mm-hmm. does the group have a, a web presence? Mm-hmm. And what is the group made up of? And tell us a little the, bit more about The group about is made up primarily of faculty mm-hmm. and staff. Uh, we do have a, a, a good-sized Website. We try to keep it fresh so that it's a go-to resource. It's just suu.edu slash allies. Okay. Uh, we maintain the calendar. We, we try to keep that as updated as possible so that any event we, we try to keep on the, the calendars. I get um, – we get – I, I kind of get the primary um, – primarily I get the emails and stuff. So I, I heard you're the communication guru. Well, I get a lot of emails. <laughs> <laughs> So if that's, if that's the title. Um, is there a specific email address for the Allies group? Yeah, allies at suu.edu. Yeah. Okay, so anybody listening, the email address again is allies at suu.edu. And the website for all the activities and the calendar is www.suu.edu slash allies. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. You're, okay. exa- you're exactly right. Cool. Um, so we try to keep that updated as much as possible. And one of the really exciting things that we've started in the last couple of years is an Ask Us Anything uh, anonymous link. Um, and we have gotten a lot of contact. It's been very insightful. Um, and it goes beyond even just students, oh. um, people in the community. Um, anyway, so it's a little bit like a Dear Abby kind of thing. Yeah. You know, people don't exactly know if they can talk to anyone. They have just an obscure question. They're not sure who to ask. Or they have very personal questions that they want to get um, some, I'm careful to say advice because, you know, we're not trained mental health workers by right. any means, but there have been many times where we've been able to direct people to specific resources. So that's been really nice right. as well. But anyway, that's been more popular than I think we anticipated. And so again, that link is just it's on, on our, that website. on our website. That's right. And it's just a button, yep. ask us anything. That's exactly right. That's what it says. Ask us anything. And and it comes to us, and uh, we field the questions among our committee members, depending on what the question is. So we try to get the best response possible. That's so great. So that's been really that's been really amazing. So any students, faculty, community members out there, and and interested in asking some questions or getting some feedback? Again, it's not a a, a, sp- a specific clinical, you know, uh, medical site or anything like that. It's more just feedback and communication and pointing you in different directions for maybe answers, or if you're looking for more resources, you definitely can go go to that and ask that's them exactly anything. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. 
Great. Well, we'll get back to some of the, I want to talk about some of the projects and some of the programs and films and things like that that are happening on campus. But just to turn to Chris for a minute. So you work with the Center for Diversity and Inclusion mm-hmm. and uh, tell us about that and tell us about any resources or opportunity or things available in, in that or in anything else that you want to share. Sure. Yeah. And I think it's been interesting to also hear John's perspective in terms of progression because I've only been here for six, six months. months. Yeah. And my position is actually new. Mm-hmm. So previously, the Center for Diversity and Inclusion only had the singular director. Right. So I think even, you know, having the two people bouncing ideas off of each other has helped us expand a lot of inclusion based programming. Yeah. And you guys um, have been doing so. I mean, it's such a great energy that you guys have over there and, and that you're really moving it so forward. So. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I actually serve as the advisor now for Pride and Equality Club. So that's oh, yeah. the student organization okay, great. for LGBTQ plus identified uh, students on campus. So that's Perfect. been a really amazing experience because my academic background is actually looking at the intersection of communities of color and uh-huh. LGBTQ plus identities. Um, oh, wow. So that's been an interesting progression of that work to start working with students and start you know advising them on projects that they would like to be involved with. Um, and more broadly, I've seen a lot of collaboration across organizations this year. So one of those, I think, was with uh, Angelica Ross coming. Mm-hmm. That was sort of a, a collaboration that SPB was looking to be more representative in the speakers that they were choosing. And they asked for input on how can you know we do LGBTQIA plus programming and then also honor that it's Black History Month during February. Right. Um, and I think Angelica was an amazing way to look at her identity of, you know, intersecting oppressions of being a black woman, being a black trans woman. Yeah. Um, what that means in terms of her philosophy, how she's gone through those identities and what that can present to this community in yeah. terms of learning about her experience, how they can be an ally, how can they learn about transgender communities, transgender identity. So yeah. I think that's one of the ways that these new inclusive programming initiatives have expanded in terms of new staff, new ideas that students have in terms of how they want to, you know, expand the kinds of conversations that haven't been had on campus, which has been wonderful to be a part of. I've been really, I've been impressed with the growth. I mean, I know that we have still distances to go, but I've been here 10 years. I can't even believe it's been 10 years uh, coming from Los Angeles. And, and when I first arrived, this conversation wasn't happening as much at all. I mean, and, and so now to see it just, just is, is really, is really great to see all these collaborations and see the allies group develop and see the club develop. Tell us more about where students can find out about the club. Should anybody be listening who's not a part of it, wants to be a part of it and wants to really get, get involved. Mm -hmm. What I love about all of the clubs in the Center for Diversity and Inclusion, and this obviously applies to pride and equality as well, is you don't have to belong to that group to join. So it's all about culture exchange, experiential exchange to allow students to understand, you know, what these students are going through and to learn a little bit more about how can I be an allyship to all of these different marginalized communities. Um, And if they want to join, their email is packcouncil at gmail.com. So P-A-E-C council at gmail.com. And they also can just come by the Center for Diversity and Inclusion. That's ST101. Um, and just chill in their lounge space. Each of the different marginalized groups has, they have their own little sofa. They have computers. They have cool little pamphlets on the community. Um, mm-hmm. and also different intersections of the community. I know that the human rights campaign has a couple pamphlets in there on being gay and African American, being gay and Latino, those yeah. different identities and how those also manifest in different ways for different people. Yeah. But it's a great space to just come in and 
chill or get to meet people from the community and have honest and open conversations and that's I think it's cool. a great space. Yeah. And again, that that's the Center for Diversity and Inclusion. And it's right here in the Student Center. Um, and the room number again is? 101. 101. Mm-hmm. So it's right Across near where, where we you are get your right IDs. now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right where you get your ID. So Across, yeah. check it out. Turn around behind you and see what's going on. Every time I walk by, there's always like a cool conversation mm-hmm. happening or a cool hangout zone happening <laughs> or something like that. Well, great. That's a good like place to start. And now it's time to play some music. Um, as usual, I have some weird and wacky stuff to play for you. The first song I'm going to play is a song called 30 um, by a group called The Weather Station. And it's from their album that's also called The Weather Station. And as you know, you're listening to the Apex Hour here on KSUU Thunder 91.1. There was a time you put your hand on the small of my back I was surprised that you touched me like that But there in your head was a current of life I could hardly stand A state still that I didn't imagine If I did, I'd made some joke of it It was strange how I could feel so sane So plain when you were Colored rose and easy Yeah, I could see it so simple Unsubtle, impossible, clearly And strange Far and as close as a mountain range On the horizon Driving all day There I was so sane So plain after everything And you took my arm reflexively 
All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. I'm going to have to hear the end of the little story we were talking about there at the next break. Um, <laughs> um, this is Lynn Vartan, and you're listening to the Apex Hour. And we're just having a blast here in the studio. It's Thursday. It's 3 p.m. It's KSUU <laughs> Thunder 91.1. I'm joined in the studio with Chris and John, and we are talking about all the different resources available on campus and in our community for our LGBTQ plus, plus uh, partnerships and students. And we're going to continue that by talking about some of the programs that we offer here and some of the things that are possible and some of the things that are coming up. So I'd like to start by asking you about the, the Q Talks broadcast that I think that we're participating in on campus. Could you tell us about that? Yeah, this has been exciting. Um, some of us have been working with Equality Utah in the last, let's say, year, maybe a little bit longer. And Equality Utah, if you're not familiar, the listeners aren't familiar, work with um, the state legislature, school districts in advocacy and equality issues, uh, political action group. And they do amazing work, absolutely amazing work. But primarily, it's, you know, in northern Utah. And so they've tried to expand their reach and um resources into southern Utah. So we've been working with them as kind of a hub of information for for them down here. Anyway, and so they do Q Talks every few months at the Salt Lake Library. And the last two, we've been able to live stream um, here on campus. And so we've kind of started a, a partnership with them on the Q Talks, and they've been really interesting. And tentatively, I'm scheduled to speak at one in May. Oh, great. Uh, and I'm tentatively. It's not mm-hmm. finalized yet. So that would be exciting. It won't be during the semester, but... I was just going to say, they have such amazing speakers. Oh. And, <laughs> and there you go. Because I've some heard, low spots. You know, <laughs> no, no. I mean, I've been really impressed with the, the content. And, and several people have brought them to me as potential speakers for Apex in the future, too. Yeah. And I've been really, really interested yeah, in learning the stories. And that's so yeah. cool to hear that you might yeah, be doing cool. one. And they stream them on Facebook Live. Okay, that's what I was going to But then ask. also we do have a, a, a specific feed. Just for us. And so these would be included in the Allies calendar, probably? Or how could people find out? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we try to spread the word as far and wide as we can. We have a Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, our calendar as well. The student groups have their um, avenues as well. So we try to make it as public as we can. And so if they start with the Allies page, they can... They can find all that stuff, yeah. like the and Facebook. you guys have pages too, right? I just yeah. I want to speak just for us. Mm-hmm. And the, right. yeah, the, yeah, we have a calendar that goes and populates into the general campus events calendar as well. So okay. um, any of those events, we usually try to reshare on our Facebook and Twitter and Instagram as well. So okay, any of great. the Center for Diversity and Inclusion social media usually. We'll yeah, so I think we're all pretty easy to find. Finding allies yeah. on the on on the webpage or finding the Center for Diversity and Inclusion, and then mm-hmm. you can just branch out from mm-hmm. there. That's right. great. Cool. Right. I think that's really great that we're doing the live stream. And I think that the, the Q-Talks are just an amazing program in general. Yeah, they're really personal and interesting stories. I mean, that's kind of the, the premise is that people just tell their stories. Yeah. I mean, there's not really an agenda or anything. You know, it's not a 
political type right. event. It's just people telling their stories. And that's kind of what happened today with Claudia, too. And I right. think that that's so powerful. And there's just so much kind of warmth and um, inclusion in that in people telling their stories and then other people getting connected to the stories from that. That's so right. that's just great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I understand that we have sort of a trio of things coming up. And I'm thinking Pride Week, Film Festival, and then the Believer uh, 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 showing of the Believer movie. So maybe let's start with Pride Week. And Chris, can you tell us about what's going on for Pride Week? Yeah, it's actually kind of an exclusive announcement for this show. I haven't announced it in terms of publicity yet. Oh! Um, We're just finalizing the program right now. But um, that will be March 19th through... March 22nd with our ending with our signature event, which will be the um, first drag brunch to be held on campus. Amazing. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, So drag queens were up that early. Oh yeah. (laughs) This, I know this one, so I'm making her get up early. I'll text her to make sure she shows up. Yeah. So it starts all with a resource fair. So bringing in uh, community groups like allies on campus to show that we do have support groups on campus. We do have these community members who are dedicated to the advocacy um, having the Center for Diversity and Inclusion, having the Pride and Equality Club there so that people not only within the LGBTQ plus community, but also outside can learn about how can I direct people to resources and have them. Uh, on that Tuesday, we're going to have a panel. Great. So uh, we're still solidifying who's going to be participating, but having a little bit of those student and faculty staff voices from the community. Great. So hearing them and uplifting those stories, kind of like we've been talking yeah. about and how powerful that can be. Yeah. Um, and Wednesday is actually probably my favorite piece of programming. Um, it's going to be a screening of Paris is Burning. Oh. So that it's a 1990 film talking about the often unknown and untalked about bra- black and brown origins right. of drag culture. Oh, so yeah. talking about how a lot of the words that the gay community and beyond use now, like snatched and uh, voguing. Re- voguing and reading and shade, yeah. all of those come from black and brown gay men in new york city so Uh talking and uncovering a little bit more of that history and talking about how that intersection has been really important Mm -hmm. in lgbtq plus history starting with two trans women of color starting the stonewall riots oh yeah and then talking about where a lot of these origins of drag also come from black and brown queer identified people yeah um so that movie is really powerful and i think it'll be amazing and that's going to be part of pride week it's going to be on I think you said Wednesday, Wednesday evening, Wednesday yes. evening. And yeah. all of these things you can find again on the center for diversity and inclusion webpage. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that film is called Paris is burning. That's yes. right. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then followed by that drag brunch on Thursday. So that'll be a nice addition. That's fantastic. Yeah. And again, the dates are March, March 19th through the 22nd. Yes. Great. That's exciting. This is the first, is this kind of the first full Pride Week that we've hosted here? They've had Pride Weeks before, but it's never incorporated a drag brunch. Oh. So that's, <laughs> there has been drag in the past in terms of historical research, but there has never been a brunch per se. So that'll be a nice addition to, it's also branches kind of part of gay culture now, at least yeah. the gay culture that I was used to living in Minneapolis. So it was a thing to go to drag brunches and have mimosas and be have drag queens kind of dancing on the around the tables not on them but that's awesome is it gonna nice... be on cam- is everything mm-hmm. on campus yeah the drag brunch will be in the starlight room from eleven thirty to one thirty. That... so tickets are being sold in the cdi for five dollars oh my gosh totally get a ticket for that so go to the center for diversity and inclusion here in the Sharwan center room 101 i never remember 101 is right mm-hmm. never remember room numbers 101 and get your ticket for that that's amazing so stay tuned in march and again check out all those events on the page 
after that, I think we're going into a film festival. Yeah, we have a film festival uh, starting March 26th. I can open up my notes here. I can tell you more about it. And that's right after it. It's like we've got this mm -hmm. great progression of events going in March. It's going to be really yeah. exciting. One, two, three, four, five films. Ah. Uh, starting March 26th and then 27th, 28th, 29th, and 30th. That's and a lot. Yeah, we, we, we were very fortunate to – we wrote a grant – uh, Andrea Donovan, uh -huh. who is amazing, if you mm -hmm. don't know her, yeah. and everybody should. Um, <laughs> shout out to Andrea. Shout out sure. to Andrea. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have happened without her and Stephen Wagner. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, the Bastion Foundation um, honored a grant for us, and we were able to put together this film festival. So how many films is that? That's five. Five, five films. Five different films, yeah. Do you have titles that I do, you can share? I do. We're, we're starting off with uh, Monday, the 20, March 26th, with Brokeback Mountain. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're doing talkbacks after the films. Uh, Andrea, Stephen Wagner, and I, and JC Bash, are doing a, a talkback after the film for that one. Then Tuesday, we have Adventures of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. It's on Tuesday, oh, the 27th. Mm -hmm. And then Wednesday, the 28th, we have uh, Kumu Haina. I'm not... I'm sure if I'm even pronouncing Kumu it correctly. Hina. Say it again. Hina. Hina. Kumu Hina. Okay. I don't know that one. It's a Hawaiian transgender activist oh. and teacher. Oh. She taught in the Hawaiian public school system for a long time. And um, Keanu uh, Tufuga now, not Ao. Mm -hmm. um, she just got married recently. Congrats to Anu. Yeah. Um, she will be leading the discussion with Toa. And oh, okay. she actually went to Kamiha. Okay. Uh, Kamiha, not going to pronounce it wrong, but the yeah. school where um, Kumu Hina taught and still teaches, I believe, is where Anu went to school. So I think it's a nice cultural oh, we've got connection. A really connect yeah, yeah, and she identifies strong. as Native Hawaiian as well. So I think it'll be a nice uh, experiential learning process. Oh, exciting. And then you're facilitating Mosquite Mari. Mari. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Mosquite Mari is a little bit of this like Chicana lesbian experience. And, and it's sort of this unspoken love story in L.A. So uh, I think it's going to be a beautiful. And I don't know that one either. Yeah. I'm going to have to check all these mm -hmm. out. Cool. And our last one is Pride. That's the name of the movie. And mm -hmm. Dr. Rivera will be facilitating that one with um, Matthew Warkus. I don't know him. Not sure who he is either, yeah, but okay. <laughs> I guess we're going to learn. That's great. Oh, and I believe he's the director, actually. That's what I'm reading. Oh, uh, how cool. Yeah. So, and then let's just sh briefly tell us the dates. It starts March 26th. 26th through, and goes Friday, through. Friday the 30th. And, and those will all be where? Uh, I believe it's in uh, the Sharwan Theater. Sharwan Theater, yeah. Same as where the International Film Festival was earlier. And, mm -hmm. and those of you who are listeners to the show will remember we, we talked about that. But that's also right here in the Student Center. Um, and it's the Sharwan Theater. Um, and are they're all free and open to the public? Or I'm no, not sure. I need sure. to double yeah. check on that. I well, believe, can... yes, they are. But I... I... But I, would I think that's that probably sure. right also, but we can all, you can always go back and check. Um, I'm sure these will be publicized both on the mm -hmm. Center for Diversity and Inclusion page and on the Allies page and on all the social media associated with it. That's really great that we have that film festival coming. And then to kind of finish out, we have sort of a big bang, right? Yeah, this is more news hot off the press. Uh, April 4th, uh, we are, we will be screening Believer. We'll have two shows, a matinee and the evening show. And Believer is directed, I have a little synopsis here, directed by Don Argett. Uh, Believer takes its title from the Imagine Dragons song and features Imagine Dragons frontman Dan Reynolds as its superhero. And it kind of tackles the um, relationship and difficulties between the LDS church and same-sex 
marriage in Utah and, you know, the, the bigger concepts of, of that. So it's a, it's a tough concept. It's a tough topic. Yeah. And his, his story has been in the news quite a bit. And I know he, uh, he's, you know, done a lot of sort of talking and outreach and now to have this film. And my understanding is that we will be the only Southern Utah uh, showing of this film. Is that's what I, I understand too. I yes. think that, so uh, stay tuned for that. And that's going to be on April 4th. And I think that's going to be in the great hall. Is that right? I, I I don't know. Well, stay tuned. Know. This but is I, new information, so I don't have all the details <laughs> we're, quite yet. We're like breaking all kinds of that's bounds right. today. I love it. But I, I think that uh, that that's going to be in the Great Hall and the Hunter Conference Center. But again, one of the big points that I want to uh, really drive home is that you can find out about all of these events um, on on the webpage for the Center SUU Center for Diversity and Inclusion, uh, or also the SUU Allies uh, webpage. Um, and you um, you can Google either of those um, to find out more and uh, all the details will be on their calendars you can subscribe to and all of that kind of thing will be on there as well all right i think it's time for another song um this is an album that i'm super passionate about right now i've played i played a few weeks ago the title track from this album um the artist is called kalima the album is called nomada and if you were listening a few weeks back i played nomada but this week, I'm going to play you a song from that same album, and it's called Mineral. Uh, and once again, this is the Apex Hour, and you're listening to KSUU Thunder 91.1.
You are listening to KSUU Thunder 91.1, and we're back uh, in the studio here at the Apex Hour, and I'm here with John and Chris, and we were getting into a really great conversation, and I'd kind of like to continue that as, as we go on into this next segment, and that conversation is, today we've been really celebrating all of the the resources and the projects and the programs that are available, but that's not the whole story. I mean, there's still a long way to go and there's still a lot of um, uh, difficulties facing uh, the LGBT community here in Cedar City at SUU and in Southern Utah in general. Um, what concerns you guys or what are the things that you feel, Where where's the growth needed? What are the concerns? What are the things you have on your mind with regards to where we need more growth? I think for me, one of the largest things that I've seen in looking at the increasing racial diversity within the Pride and Equality Club here on campus and then looking at, you know, um, LGBTQ plus communities of color in Utah, looking at that double isolation of living in a state where the predominant population is white and it's also culturally not accepting of LGBTQ plus identities. Right. So I think those who do live at those intersections, I think uplifting those voices are also really important um, and providing them with services that will validate those two identities, not just that the, the transgender identity is or the gay identity. They're not monoliths that right. when you also add this cultural background, that adds a different layer mm-hmm. to that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's been a lot of work with, immigrant advocate groups up in Salt Lake, like Comunidades Unidas, Utah, um, they do a lot of work to also ensure that when they're doing undocumented outreach, they're also looking at if you have a LGBTQIA plus identified partner, the process might look a different, a little different for sponsorship or things like that. So ensuring that those people who live at those different intersections are also being uplifted and we're not overgeneralizing populations. Right. Great. Isolation, John. I know you feel pretty strongly about that part of the top, part, that piece of the puzzle as well. Yeah, and and a you know a tragic consequence. A lot of the isolation is the extremely high suicide rate among the LGBT population, especially trans people and gay men in particular. Um, and one of the things we're trying to do in in a larger sense beyond SUU, just with a Southern Utah developing a larger Southern Utah community, is kind of break down that isolation where we aren't quite as isolated as it might seem. I mean, we are culturally isolated, we're geographically isolated, but there are more people here than you might realize. And we're trying to get the word out that there are more people here, there is a larger community that maybe people don't realize um, and so we're trying to establish a larger community in that sense. Uh, we have a Facebook page, uh, Discover Pride Southern Utah. We're working on another website. Uh, there's always a Pride event every year, but establishing more community events throughout the year, not just a once a year Pride festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's obviously great, but we're trying to do more throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And these are all things being developed right now. Kind of with that, Claudia Bradshaw just walked in. I know. We have more to add to the conversation. Our guest from earlier today has joined us in the studio. Welcome, Claudia. Thank you. And we're so glad that you were here. Thank you so much for your time today. Oh, I've loved doing everything. 
It's been wonderful. Yay. And maybe this is, we've been talking about lots of resources. Maybe you could give our listeners, I know you talked a little bit about it this morning, but also give our listeners the opportunity to uh, understand a little bit about what PFLAG offers and, and the St. George chapter. Okay. Uh, PFLAG was started years and years ago, but the main three main purposes of uh, to educate and to support and to advocate for equal treatment. That's great. Mm-hmm. And how's, how is that chapter doing today? How's how things going? Ooh, it's been a little bit hard for me lately because I, my, my husband passed away. Right. And so I haven't been having meetings like I should, so I still want to. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see we have someone up here that's going to do the te- so have some meetings and I'll be glad to come up for those. Absolutely. We've been breaking all kinds of news today, right? We broke the news about the programming for Pride Week and about the showing of the Believer film. And earlier today, we also sort of broke the news. It's brand new, the, the PFLAG chapter. And again, this is parent, uh, more of a parent support group, but really can be anyone, come on, come all. And that, that PFLAG chapter is in the works to be start, started here in Cedar City. And and my understanding is that their first official meeting is going to be uh, two weeks or a week from next Monday. So that would be like March 4th, if somewhere around there, if anybody has a calendar. Um, I believe it's March 7th, the first Wednesday. First Wednesday. First Wednesday. It'll be in the library from 8 till 9 that evening. Okay, perfect. And that's going to be at the Cedar City Library? No, no, no the SUU Library. Uh, okay. Oh, wait. No, I'm not sure. It's Cedar City. <laughs> oh, we're... I'm not sure. Let me double check. Yeah. And so again, again, everything we've talked about today is going to be on, on the Allies website on the Center for Diversity and Inclusion. But that's another opportunity that's coming up. And that group is going to be meeting at either the SUU Library or the Cedar City Library. I think it might be Cedar City um, Wednesday, uh, March 7th at 8, 7 p.m.? 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Okay, great. So that's a brand new thing that started. So we've got the momentum going in Cedar City for a PFLAG chapter, which is awesome. That is awesome. I would like to have some time, one of these times, when there's a meeting, to discuss coming out and maybe a procedure that would help some. I noticed there's some who are still not out to their families. Yes. And hopefully that it would I could do it in a way that could help them so that the pa- the pa- family can stay together. That's right. one of my main goals anyway. Personally, I hate to see families be torn apart. And, and so. that's really been one of your main p- platforms in mm-hmm. your work and that's one of the things that's been so amazing is is really keeping that love that mm-hmm. that love in the family strong. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for anybody listening who may not be able to get to these events or um, any resources that you'd like to share or even just thoughts and ideas about how to start that conversation? Uh, they're, they're welcome to call me. I'm going to give the – my telephone number is 435-313-3366. And I would be glad to have a conversation with them. And maybe recommend books. There's yeah. a book that's called Coming Out, An Act of Love. Yeah. That means if your child comes out to you, he loves you enough, he wants to make sure that he's part of the family. Mm-hmm. 
that's pretty big. Yeah, that's that's an amazing part of it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, your story has been so powerful, and it was so powerful again today. And it, do you want to share any particular bits that you've been thinking about, or that you want to, our listeners to know? And because we'll, this is part of the podcast series, which will be available, um, mm-hmm. you know, on the website after the event. And I'd love to give you the opportunity to just say more. I would also like to say to to the families to just if they if their child comes out to them, give give them a chance to to le- learn and to get educated. I have books available and some that I could uh, recommend for the parents so that they can read read them and not and they don't want to destroy their relationship with their child, mm-hmm. vice versa. So good education on how to do it. My son was so well prepared when he came out to me. It helped me. I'm not saying I didn't make some stupid comments, but I did. <laughs> right. But he he was patient with me too. And I think Brayden is here to talk to us and he has something to say. Um so I'm from Chicago and we arrived here. Hey on campus there is a lot of competing events, Mitt Romney being one of them. Yeah. And I was staggered at a completely full conference room, yeah. diverse with both allies, faculty, students, uh, racial, gender. It was all there. Yeah. So impressive. And all of these people care. Yeah. And are engaged and wanted to talk about this, even if they weren't part of the LGBTQ. Well, they are part of the community. Yeah. But it's just very impressive that, you know, there is a strong community here. Mm-hmm. And I think it's pretty galvanized, it seems, or at least has a lot more potential, but very, very impressive. And people shouldn't feel alone. And I think that's kind of been one of the themes today that we were just sort of getting into before you arrived, and that is that uh, that fighting the 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 hardest part, which is that isolation. And 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 you you came on campus today, as you said, from Chicago, and you came away with, hey, you're not alone. We have a there is a vibrant community. So anybody listening, we just want to you know make sure that that you know that 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 you're not alone, and there is a community here, and there's events, and there's all kinds of things going on. And if you if you want to get involved or you want to check it out you know we 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 everybody wants you there and you're not alone and there's plenty of love and plenty of uh compassion awesomeness going on and and everything and and as i said just to reiterate the places you can find information the center for device diversity and inclusion the allies webpage, and they all have social media associated with it so just googling seu allies or seu center for diversity and inclusion and um, we're going to take one last music break I've got one more song to play for you and this song is called Tiger and the artist is John Moon and the album is called Moonshine Corner check it out and you are listening to the Apex Hour right here on Thunder 91.1 
Chances, who's closing up the deal? Who's wishing they could go back, back to the day, back to the day? Who's running things around here? Who may I ask is this? Who's dancing around the question, dancing away, dancing away? Who's the one, the one in charge?
All right. Well, welcome back, everyone. We are super excited to have you back here for our last break. We were just chatting over the break about how much things have changed and how awesome that is that things have changed so much. Claudia, you were just sharing that story about that was graduation here you were just talking yes, about mm-hmm. and how different it's been yeah. and and how now, you know, you, you're really enjoying what, what you're seeing, I hope, on campus. So it's awesome. Yeah. Awesome to see the change. Well, I wish we had hours and hours and hours to spend, but in our last little bit of time here, we're going to do our our what's turning you on this week, everybody's favorite segment, and everybody's kind of giggling in here. Um, and this is just the time where we talk about what's making you excited and just to kind of share things. And it could be anything. It could be a, your, a movie, a TV show, a podcast, a book, or something else so who would like to start chris do you have your thing (laughs) i'm gonna give a very literal answer to the question that you've posed so i'm just gonna say gus kenworthy uh our gay olympian um sochi medalist and now pyeongchang competitor that's my answer that's awesome (laughs) that's perfect and what's his event again uh does it matter? He's extreme skiing. So oh, yeah. Extreme winter sports. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Okay, cool. Great. And how about you, John? What's making you, what's turning you on this week? Well, now that Crystal mine, <laughs> I'm going to go with a more academic response. <laughs> and uh, thanks to Johnny McLean for the recommendation. But there's a book called Whistling Vivaldi that is just amazing. That's a great book. It's really incredible. It's about stere- it's stereotype threat and just the the background of, you know, how it works when you are a marginalized or minority group, how the stereotypes that follow your group affect your performance in the real world. And it's really fascinating. Fascinating book that's been actually getting quite a bit of press. And the the title again is Whistling Whistling Vivaldi. And I can't remember the author's name. Do you remember? You can check it out. Steel, I think. That sounds about right. But Whistling Vivaldi, it is really a, a, a great book. And, um, and it's been on a lot of the lists. And I know it's been talked about on NPR and all these kinds of things. So definitely check that out. Great. Brayden, how oh, about you? What's, what's turning, turning you on? on? <laughs> My mom. Oh. Sounds filthy. <laughs> but it's true. She's a um, rock star. She's kind of a rock star. So it makes me really happy to see her, her get that, um, credit because I know what she's all the work she's done how much it matters and then also just being here at SUU today I mean staggering what's going on and there's so many resources and good stuff happening Wonderful. It's well, sexy. thank you. I love it. Yeah. SU Diversity is sexy. Is sexy. Wow. <laughs> Diversity is sexy. That's I love true. that. That should be the new bumper sticker or something. That's our new center motto. Oh. Diversity is sexy. I love it. Let's like do it. That. Hashtag diversity is sexy. <laughs> Claudia, how about you? What's making you excited this week? This today was so wonderful because we had so many people who did come to, to listen and to speak and share and it was all about love. And so that always is a turn on for me. It love is wonderful. a turn on. That's <laughs> wonderful. Well, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all of you, Claudia and Braden and John and Chris, for spending the hour with me today on the Apex Hour. Um, as you all know, we are subscribable on iTunes, the podcast. You can just uh, Google SEU Apex or do the search on the podcast and subscribe. Leave us a review. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to see the podcast go into the ratings and, and get some traction. Um, also, we just want to 
to recap a few of the resources. The Center for Diversity and Inclusion is right here on campus in the Sharwan Center, room 101. And also on their website, you can find everything, calendars, social media pages, and everything like that. Also on the Allies page, which is su.edu slash allies, we want to remember that there's that Ask Us Anything button. So get on there. It's completely anonymous. If you have uh, questions or you're looking for resources or anything like that. And then early in the show, Claudia gave you her phone number, um, which, you know, if you really are looking for some support, she is a loving mother to us all. So thank you guys so much for taking the time and spending the hour with me today. It was really great. Thank you. And um, next week, we're going to have Elizabeth, Dr. Elizabeth Churchill in the house, uh, the the human computer, human computer interaction specialist from Google. So stay tuned for next Thursday here on the Apex Hour. But we're signing off for the week on Thunder 91.1. Thanks so much for listening to the Apex Hour here on KSUU Thunder 91.1. Come find us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. for more conversations with the visiting guests at Southern Utah University and new music to discover for your next playlist. And in the meantime, we would love to see you at our events on campus. To find out more, check out suu.edu apex or email us at suuapex at icloud.com. Until next week, this is Lynn Vartan saying goodbye from the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91.1.